Welcome to another episode of Synthpop Reviews. In this episode, I'm going to review the new best of type album by The Killers called Rebel Diamonds. Let's get started. So I called it a best of album. You could call it a greatest hits album. I don't think that's entirely accurate. I think it's better to think about Rebel Diamonds as being a collection of songs that the band is particularly proud of. These are songs that I think are examples of really good writing by the band. In some cases, the meanings behind the songs are particularly powerful or poignant or interesting. So these are the diamonds of their career in a way. And I think if you look at the track list, you'll see what I'm talking about. Some of these songs were definitely not hits when they came out. And there are other songs that were certainly bigger hits than these that could have been put on this album and were not included. And yet many of those songs that were put on this album that you might not have thought of as killer's hits, many of them do have special meaning for diehard fans and also for the band. Now, this podcast is called Synth Pop Reviews, and so some of you may be thinking, why in the world is he talking about the killers? They're not synth pop. And I would disagree. I recently watched a YouTube video of an interview with Brandon Flowers, and the interviewer was asking him different questions, and one of the things that came up was the fact that Brandon Flowers initially wanted to create a synth pop band. That was the idea. But then, because he met and started to work with the rest of the band, it morphed into what the Killers have been and what they are today. So Brandon Flowers already kind of had a desire and a tendency toward synth pop. I think that you can see that throughout their career. As time has gone on, I think they've become a little more synth pop, a little more kind of new wave sounding, and a little less on the rock side. So even though they may not primarily be classifiable as a synth pop band. It's still in there. It's in their sound. It's in their DNA. So let's jump into the track list. Uh, the first song on Rebel Diamonds is Jenny Was a Friend of Mine, which again was not a hit in its time, but it's a, it's a good, interesting song. It's, it tells a kind of a strange story and one that's kind of compelling. You're like, what's going on here? It's kind of a murder mystery. And there are different interpretations of this song and, and what's going on. And of course, Jenny Was a Friend of Mine was the lead-off track from The Killer's debut album, Hot Fuss. And it's also the lead-off track on this Rebel Diamonds album. So I think one reason this was included in this album is just because over the years, it has become a huge fan favorite. At concerts, it gets a really big response. The diehard fans who uh, call ourselves victims tend to just love this song. And so I can see why they included it. Next, we have what is probably their biggest song, Mr. Brightside. I think nobody's surprised that that's included in this list. When Hot Fuss first came out, I was kind of against this song and Hot Fuss in general. I didn't like the kind of harder edge that uh, seemed to be coming from the band. I wasn't a big fan. Something interesting to me, though, was when Hot Fuss came out, a lot of the uh, music press, music industry, and fans, they saw the Killers' Hot Fuss album as being kind of an echo of 80s new wave. And so a lot of music experts saw in them something that I didn't see at all. I didn't see any connection to bands like New Order, OMD, Alphaville, The Pet Shop Boys. I didn't hear any of that in Hot Fuss. 
but other people did. And I'm still not sure exactly what they're hearing that I am not. So to be honest, I didn't like Mr. Brightside at all when it came out. Over the years, it's grown on me. I like it uh, somewhat better. The next track on this album is All These Things That I've Done. And before I go on, let's talk a little bit about how Rebel Diamonds is organized. What the Killers did here is they picked at least one song from each of their albums, and then they put them in chronological order of when they were released. And so all these things that I've done was also from Hot Fuss, and so it's toward the beginning of Rebel Diamonds. I really like all these things that I've done. I think it's my favorite track from Hot Fuss. When it first came out, you know, I, I liked it okay. It didn't bother me the same way that Mr. Brightside bothered me. And somebody told me that also bothered me even more. But all these things that I've done did not. I kind of liked it. And it's grown on me even more. I like it a lot at this point. Next we get Somebody Told Me. And uh, like I said, this was one of my least favorite songs on the radio when it came out. I would kind of make fun of it. I didn't like it. Similar to Mr. Brightside, I've come to like it a little more over the years. But as you can probably tell, the songs from Hot Fuss in the Killers catalog, I kind of just tolerate them. I don't love them. And I realize it's probably just a quirk of my taste in music. I love the uh, new wave synth pop sound. I love kind of the clean sound of that and the electronic, synthy backgrounds, synthy soundscapes and things like that. And there's a little bit of that in Hot Fuss, but uh, it's a little harder edge sound. It's got more guitar than I would prefer. Now let's move on to two tracks from The Killer's second album, and that is Sam's Town. The uh, general consensus is that uh, when Sam's Town came out, the Killers were kind of moving away from their 80s new wave-inspired sound, which again, I don't get that. Brandon Flowers and maybe some of the other band members were becoming intrigued by Bruce Springsteen, and it was affecting their sound, and so Sam's Town represented kind of a shift in their sound. And for me, it actually works a little better than Hot Fuss. I really like When You Were Young, even though it's got the kind of wailing guitar sounds. I think it works, and um, I love the lyrics and the vocals by Brandon Flowers. It all works together well for me. It's one of my favorite early Killers songs. The next track on Rebel Diamonds, also from Sam's Town, is Read My Mind, and I like this one a lot. It, for me, does sound a little bit new wave. I think it's catchy. It's a fun listen for me. Okay, right here at this point is where Rebel Diamonds goes from something that I kind of like and I tolerate, and at times I really enjoy, like Read My Mind or When You Were Young, but it shifts into music that I genuinely love and I'm excited when I listen. And it begins with the song Human. As many of you probably know, this song got some uh, early flack and criticism when it first came out because of the seemingly strange lyric. But I love this song. I think it's almost a perfect synth pop song. And while I don't fully understand the lyrics of Human, I get the sense of it. I can feel and understand the meaning that Brandon Flowers was trying to convey in this song. And I have researched what he means by, or are we dancer? And uh, I think I get it, at least partially, but I also just understand it innately when I hear the music. 
I love this song. I still remember the first time I heard it. I had given up on mainstream radio for a year or two, and I was driving with a neighbor. We were gonna go do a work project for one of our neighbors. He flipped on the radio, and some terrible song played, and then that song ended, and I heard Human come on. And I immediately turned to him and said, who sings this? And he said, the killers, and I couldn't believe it. I was used to songs like Somebody Told Me that I used to make fun of. I didn't like that song when it first came out. And when he said that Human was by the same band that produced Somebody Told Me, I couldn't believe it. But when we got done with the work project, I researched the song and the album. I checked it out from my public library, loved it, and ended up buying it for our family. And so Human from the album Day and Age is just a fantastic track. I love it. I've seen Brennan Flowers in concert. I've seen The Killers in concert. And every time when they play Human, the crowd just goes crazy. It's a fan favorite for sure and was a really big radio hit as well. Also off of Day and Age, we have Spaceman. I enjoy this song quite a bit. I have to say my children and my wife like Spaceman even more than I do. I enjoy it. It's probably in my top 15 killer songs, so I can understand why that track is on this album. Next we get A Dustland Fairy Tale, and uh, even though this song isn't really as synth-pop focused as Human or even Spaceman, I love this song. My understanding is that it's based on Brandon Flowers' parents and their love story, their courtship and marriage, that kind of thing. I may be wrong about that, but that's my understanding. And it also, I think, touches on the early death of Brandon Flowers' mother. And because of that understanding that I have, which I think is accurate, it means more to me. Um, it's an emotional song, and I, I really enjoy it. So those three songs, Human, Spaceman, and A Dustland Fairy Tale, are all from Day and Age. This was the album that really made me a fan of The Killers. And there are, honestly, at least three other songs on that album that I just love and listen to and I hope that you'll join me in a future episode in which I'm going to talk about each of the albums in the Killers discography. But let's move on now to the next album that's represented on Rebel Diamonds, and that is Battleborn. Our next track is from Battleborn, and it's called Be Still. This was anything but a hit, not a hit at all. It was just an album track, kind of a deep cut, you might call it. But if you listen to this song and focus on the lyrics and the message of hope, and of calm and trying to center yourself and focus on what's most important. Try to keep your values, keep your own focus on what's good and important. It's a wonderful message and it has become a very powerful, important song for many fans. And so even though it wasn't a hit, I totally get why Be Still is on this album, Rebel Diamonds. Next up, we have Runaways, which Brandon Flowers says is their first single that they released in their career that uh, didn't connect. It wasn't a big hit, and that was news to me. Boy, this song is amazing. I love Runaways. It's a little on the rockier side, but wow, the lyrics are fantastic, and the sound is amazing. I don't understand how this song could be anything other than a top five radio hit, but whatever. Now, Be Still and Runaways come from my family's favorite Killers album, which is called Battleborn. The reception of this album wasn't as great or as big as the previous three albums, but for me and my family, we don't care. Every single song on this album 
is fantastic. We know pretty much every song by heart, almost every lyric on the entire album. We completely love it. And so part of me is a little disappointed that there aren't more songs from Battleborn on Rebel Diamonds. Next, we get to a song from The Killer's next album, Wonderful, Wonderful. And speaking of being a little disappointed, once again, I am just a little disappointed in Rebel Diamonds. This album, Wonderful, Wonderful, is my second or third favorite album by The Killers. I personally love every song on here. I understand it wasn't as big of a hit as maybe it was expected to be, and some of the other Killers albums were. But, you know, I would have liked to have seen Run For Cover on Rebel Diamonds or Tyson vs. Douglas. Some Kind of Love is a beautiful slower song that should have been on there, that could have been on there. But the song that they picked from Wonderful Wonderful is the song The Man. It's a really good, catchy song, and to my ears, it sounds a little different on Rebel Diamonds than it does on Wonderful Wonderful. I don't know if it was remastered or something, but uh, the chorus sounds a lot more synth-pop focused than the original, and I like it. I love that new sound. And again, it might just be my ears. Maybe I'm just noticing things a little differently, but it sounds like it's been reworked, remastered a little bit. Regardless, I think it's a good addition to Rebel Diamonds. If you don't know about that song, it's kind of a self critique by Brandon Flowers criticizing his own approach when he first became a rock star. And so a lot of those lyrics are meant sarcastically or ironically, uh, but it's a fun song. I really like it. And that's the only track from Wonderful Wonderful. Next we get to songs from the album Imploding the Mirage. This is one of my favorite Killers albums, probably my second favorite, possibly third favorite. And we have the track Caution, which was their first single, I believe, from the album. It was played on the radio quite a bit, Where I Live. And I like it. It's a very synth-pop-focused song. I really like the lyrics. It's easy to sing along to. I love it. Next, we get one of the most meaningful songs on this album, in my opinion. It's called My Own Soul's Warning. This song is almost spiritual for me. It uh, has a lot of religious meaning and undertone. My only regret and critique of this song is that it has a word that I don't like to use in it and it repeats it several times. So I wish that wasn't there, but I love the meaning of the song and I understand, I think, why that word is used. Dying Breed is a good song also from Imploding the Mirage. And so we get three songs from one of my favorite albums. It's an album that I think deserved more acclaim and more attention than it got because some of its singles were released during the pandemic or right before the pandemic, I'm not sure. And they had to postpone the Imploding the Mirage tour. So I feel like Imploding the Mirage didn't get the attention and focus that it deserved from the media and from fans. It's still a great album. So I eventually did go to the Imploding the Mirage concert. The Killers went on tour, but it was much later than originally planned. And it was a wonderful concert. Everyone loved it. But when songs like Dying Breed and My Own Soul's Warning came on, it's like the, the fans kind of sat down. They... Uh, weren't as into those songs as some of the older songs. And for me, that's kind of a shame and a mystery because they're wonderful songs, but I think part of it is due to the pandemic. Okay, next we get to songs from probably the most unique album of The Killer's discography. It's an album called Pressure Machine, and it focuses on Brandon Flowers' childhood in a small town in the state of Utah. This album is probably the least new wave synth-pop-inspired album in their discography, but as with almost everything produced by the Killers, the more I listen to it, the more I love it. It's got a song called Pressure Machine, 
not a hit. I don't know if it was even a single. It's not my favorite on the album. It's probably like my seventh or eighth favorite on that album, but it must have important meaning for the band. One thing I do love about that song is the falsetto that Brandon Flowers sings. It's just gorgeous. Maybe for that reason, I understand why it's included on this Rebel Diamonds album. The other song from Pressure Machine, I do understand this one. It's called Quiet Town. It's a beautiful song. When it first came out on YouTube, I uh, listened to it several times a day, probably 10 or 15 times a day. It just was so catchy. It's beautiful. It's haunting. It's sad all at once. And there's also kind of a tribute to Brandon Flowers' parents hidden in that song. I mean, it's not that hidden, but toward the end, there's a little line that I hear as a tribute to his parents that uh, makes me like the song even more. So I love Quiet Town. That's my favorite song off of Pressure Machine. It belongs on this Rebel Diamonds track list for sure. Okay, next we get to three songs that uh, I think are some of the most synth pop, new wave sounding songs that the Killers have ever produced. I put uh, two of these at least right up there with Human as far as how much they sound like 80s new wave synth pop, that kind of thing. The first one was a single. It's not on any other album. It's called Boy. And it's got excellent lyrics with a great message. I think it's really good advice to uh, young people. And uh, Boy is, like I said, one of the most synth-heavy songs that the Killers have produced. It sounds wonderful. Uh, my family and I can, again, can sing pretty much every lyric on the song, and we just love it. Next, we have Your Side of Town. This is one of their most recently released songs. To me, it sounds almost like a complete kind of copycat of a couple of different 80s new wave bands that used a lot of synth. Does that bother me? No. Honestly, I wish more bands would copy that sound. And so I love how Your Side of Town sounds. It's kind of just a fun song for me. It doesn't have as much meaning to me as some of these other killer songs, but when I hear it, I enjoy it and it's just fun. And again, I love hearing one of my favorite bands that's not 100% synth pop embrace that synth pop sound so fully, at least on one or two of their songs recently. So I like Your Side of Town quite a bit. Okay, we get to the last song on Rebel Diamonds by The Killers, and it's their most recent single release. It's called Spirit. When I first heard this song, I, it sounded to me a little strange. I didn't love how Brandon Flowers sang the lyrics. The lyrics themselves, though, stood out to me. They talk about the spirit, and it uses the word holy. Where does the spirit go? Is it someplace holy? And so it spoke to me a little bit. I am a religious person, and so it sounded like, okay, there's probably a deeper meaning here. I still haven't uh, deciphered what the meaning of that song is. But like I said, initially, the singing style of Brennan Flowers, of how he almost kind of chants the lyrics, it bothered me a little bit. You know, from my point of view, he's one of the best singers in all of music. And so just chanting kind of the lyrics rather than singing them seemed like a missed opportunity for them. But I've heard this song now dozens of times and I love it. This song is in my head when I wake up in the morning. I'm thinking about the lyrics and they're going through my, my mind. There's just something about Brandon Flowers' lyrics and songs by the Killers that, uh, especially after their second album, these songs just kind of resonate with me. And this song, Spirit, is another example of that. The more I listen to it, the more I love it, even though initially I was bothered by the singing technique of the lead singer. So that takes us to the end of Rebel Diamonds by The Killers. 
I really enjoy listening to Rebel Diamonds. It kind of forces me to re-examine some of their songs from their early two albums that I don't naturally love as much as the rest of their work. But I do understand the greatness of those songs. I understand why they're on the list. And then once I'm done tolerating that early music, I just love this album from human all the way through spirit. It's just a wonderful experience. On a five-star scale, if I were to give this album a star rating, I would say 4.5 stars. Um, I'm taking off half a star just because there are a couple of songs, at least, that really deserve to be on this list, especially from the album Wonderful, Wonderful. But there are other songs as well that I feel like are greater, even in their lyrical content and um, in other measurements, than some of these songs. And so I would have loved to have seen them. But that's a good problem to have when you're the killers. They have so many wonderful songs that they had to leave some great songs off the list. My sister is becoming a huge Killers fan, and she recently reached out to me asking for like a playlist of their best songs. And so I limited myself to what I think are just their very best songs, and it was like 32 songs. And so I understand not every wonderful song, not every hit even is going to get onto this album. So these are 20 songs from 20 years of The Killers, and those are my thoughts on the 20 songs and the album overall. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments below the video or in reviews on the podcast. Let me know what you think of the album and of this episode. And join me in future episodes. Like I said, I'm planning to do a deep dive into The Killers' discography, every album, and the highlights from each including their collection of B-sides and rarities called Sawdust, and also their first Greatest Hits album called Direct Hits, that's got some songs that you can't get anywhere else that are excellent. So again, come back for that future episode and all of the other content on my podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to this episode. A quick note to any underground synth-pop or new wave type bands. If you're interested in me reviewing your album, I'd be happy to do so. You could reach out to me on my blog, synthpopreviews.blogspot.com. Just leave a comment for me and information about how to get in contact with you. And for any listeners that are still listening, that's also a great place to get a link to my CD collection where you can see star reviews for many albums in the synth pop and new wave genre.